radio at rte.ie. Well, a few weeks ago when we were in total lockdown and foreign holidays were a distant dream, we spoke about books that could transport you to another country. Today, we're looking homewards and the books that transport you to the streets of Dublin or back in time in County Donegal or to the majestic Cork countryside. In other words, staycation novels to whet your appetite before you visit or perhaps while you're visiting one of our many beautiful cities or counties. I'm joined in studio now by uh, by Declan Burke, who is uh, an author and journalist and also by Louisa Cameron owner of Raven Books an independent bookshop in Blackrock in Dublin and good morning to you both and thank you very much for joining us this morning um, okay I'm not going to be a partisan at all here but we're going to go to Galway first <laughs> <laughs> and you both recommend Ken Brune's Private Eye novels featuring Jack Taylor um, I know Declan crime fiction is your genre so what is it about these particular books that brings Galway alive and what is it that you like about them well Ken is he's a terrific writer he's really immersed uh, Jack Taylor in in the, the, the streets of Galway to an extent where Jack Taylor and the crime fiction uh, community is now synonymous with Galway, not just here in Ireland but you know particularly in the United States. Uh, Jack is a private investigator and we know that in you know the genre they tend to be fond of a occasional drink. Jack is fonder than most so we in the novels we tend to get a pub by pub uh, trip through, through through the streets of Galway courtesy of Jack Taylor. Um, but Ken Bruin is he's Galway born and bred. He is completely immersed in the culture and and, and the cityscape and, and he really manages to portray that through, through Jack Taylor. Um, so yeah, this is a very much if you're going to Galway this is a great guide. This series of novels is a great guide. And Louise, you're a fan of that one too? Yes, and the most recent one, um, Galway Girl, is by my count, I think, the 16th um, in the series. So completists may actually want to start with the very first one, which was The Guard. Um, but those who are familiar with Jack Taylor, um, or who don't mind a bit of a, a baptism by fire, um, and like their noir Irish, can just jump straight in here um, to this one. As, uh, as Declan mentioned there, uh, Galway is very much another character um, in the novel. Um, and in this particular one, um, as I say, the, the 16th, so he's had a bit of history behind him, but Jack is processing grief. But also the um, aforementioned Galway girl is equally processing grief of a different kind, um, though in a slightly different way, um, partially through murdering guards. Uh, so if you like a, a book with relentless pace and violence is kind of swift and brutal, the writing is super sharp. Um, I would definitely recommend this for a, a super holiday read. Okay, um, for fans of historical novels then, Declan, uh, we're heading to the burn in County Clare and you've the perfect reading material for us there. Yeah, Cora Harrison, prolific author. One of her series of novels is features the the investigator Mara. She's a judge uh, set in the 16th century. She's a Brehon judge um, and what what Cora Harrison manages to do, she gets, gets the, the, the character to explore the culture, what it means to be a woman in the 16th century as part of the Brehon culture. But what she also do, Karen, Cora Harrison lives in the burn herself and, as Louisa suggests with Ken Bruin, the, the, the landscape is as much a character as, as, you know, Mara herself. There's about 12 novels in the series, I would suggest, starting with the first, My Lady Judge. Um, but you can dip in anywhere. At the, and they're beautifully written, Cora Harrison, on a line-by-line basis. Okay, and we'll stick with the his, historical theme Louisa and for anyone visiting one of our many big houses around the country you have just the book for that big house 
Yes, a big house novel, Time After Time by Molly Keane. Um, and this is more than a specific location. Obviously, we have many big houses around the country. Lissadell, Rusborough, um, Bantry House down in Cork. Um, so this isn't a specific location, but it's a novel that really evokes a sense of place and past privilege um, and ease, uh, but now declining into kind of fading memories and financial and social insecurity. She very much looks at the end of an era. Um, Molly Keane grew up in that kind of big house class. So she she was perfectly placed and knew what she was writing about. Um, she did so very much capturing their like their vicious snobbery and like vile genteel racism. She wrote with a caustic wit. Um, I find these books really quite funny. Um, in this particular novel, there are three sisters, um, the, the Swift siblings. There's April, May and a baby June. Um, their brother is the one-eyed Jasper who misses his darling mummy. Um, maybe a little bit more now that she's actually finally dead. Um, and into their, their somewhat dull lives uh, appears their blind cousin Lida from Vienna um, who causes absolute mayhem and uh, long buried tensions between the siblings uh, rise up very very quickly um, and it's really easy to imagine their house uh, this imaginary Glass mansion if you've ever visited any of Ireland's big houses. Okay sounds great and uh, we might move south then and to Cork and the Cork countryside Declan um, if we're heading to the Bear Peninsula what should we be reading if we're, if we're knocking around that direction? Well I would recommend uh, Alex Barclay's I Confess which is a standalone from Alex her previous novels I think the previous five were set in the Rocky Mountains uh, terrific books in my opinion um, but this is similar and again like the uh, Cora Harrison novels embedded in their landscape the landscape is as much a, pa- a part of it it's it, it's rooted around a, the story is rooted in a, a reunion of all college friends who come back together discover one of them is a murderer dum, dum, dum. but what I really loved about it was the way this kind of austere landscape is really you know part it, it symbolises the wildness that is hidden in, in all the potentially hidden in all the characters and of course, Deirdre Presto is falling for a dancer in around that area. Too. Yes, in, in which the main, the main character kind of falls for where she is. She falls for the landscape as much as she does for the, for the, uh, for the dancer of the title. Okay. Um, we might move to the city in Cork, Louisa. Uh, Whatever It Takes by Ty Coakley. Tell us about that. This is going on this month is the One City, One Book for Cork. Um, the, it's his second novel. Normally, One City, One Book has a whole month-long schedule of readings and lectures and panel discussions. Obviously, that is not possible at the moment. Um, so the author, who's an ex-librarian, is doing walking tours of the city to all the places that have been mentioned in the book. Now, I think you do have to, to book ahead. Obviously, there's, there's limited places, and that can be done, I think, through Cork City Library. Um, so, yes, yeah, so the, the story itself is a Detective Garden. Collins facing off against a local crime boss, uh, Dominic Malloy. There's a mole in the Garda station. Um, there's a kidnapping, two teenagers, their lives are in peril. So there's great pace to this as well. And it'll be really um, exciting, I think, if you read the book first and then go around and see all the places that he has mentioned. It just brings it that little bit more alive um, and adds an extra dimension to the story. We better not forget Dublin, Declan, (laughs) (laughs) or we'll be shot. Um, You're looking to Jean Kerrigan. Jean Kerrigan, again, a series of novels. I would suggest The Rage, which was a multi-award winning title when I think it was 2005. Um, Two characters either side of the the crime divides, Detective Sergeant Bob Tidy uh, and and Vincent Naylor, who's a low-level criminal on the way up. Uh, What I really like about these in terms of of setting is the way that Gene Kerrigan doesn't try and overwrite the settings. He doesn't try and make the mean streets hyper-real or excessively grim. You know, these are the streets we all walk down every day if we live in Dublin, um, and it's the characters that inhabit those streets. So if you come to Dublin on a staycation and you have a map, you will be walking down the exact same streets as as Gene Kerrigan 
Corrigan has described. Really, really good crime fiction. All right. And Louisa, very briefly, your pick for Dublin. Um, it is very, very local indeed. Montpelier Parade by Carl Geary. Um, simply, it's the story of a young working class man who falls for an older, wealthier, more sophisticated woman. Um, but it is rooted in this area. Dunleary through to Black Rock, uh, named streets, parks, landmarks, literally down to the giant rock that all the school kids used to go to okay. to have a smoke. They probably still do. So, yeah, again, it's um, kind of like time travelling back into the 1980s in this exact area. Thank you so much, both of you, for bringing us um, around the country that's Louisa Cameron owner of Raven Books an independent bookstore in Black Rock and also author and journalist Declan Burke just approaching